Ladies and gentlemen, this is podcast number 10. It is official. We got to 10. Uh, and we are during a Ridgewood spring break. Uh, my name is Anthony Losoro with my colleagues, esteemed colleagues, Matt Rosen and Brian G. Morella. Got getting, it. Getting used to the A. Yep. Uh, this is official. And uh, just to give a little quick shout out to our uh, our, our sponsor, Prime Energy Drink. Uh, Matt Rosen's looking a little tired today. So I think this Prime is going to do you good. I could use a little wake up. You know, I'm, uh, I am a little tired. It's been a long day, and uh, I've been patiently waiting about 30 minutes for you to arrive. We're a little bit behind schedule. Yep. So You were um, almost our special guest today. Yeah. Everyone is out of sorts on spring break. Is that what it is? Is it's, that it? It's a little different. And do you guys know what color this prime is? Uh, it looks green. One of my favorite colors, so that did make me happy. Do you think this color is special because of a special guest we would have later on? Um, The Green Goblin? Close, but should we crack these bad boys open? The guy from the Lucky Charms box? Yeah, let's go. Cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. I'll be awake until tomorrow. They're the equivalent of four cups of coffee. Wow, that's it? So we've been hearing a lot of stuff in the podcast. The the word is coming in. People want more Gmarella. I can't imagine why. Matt, do you agree with that? I I do. I I think we all could use a little bit more of Brian in our lives. Brian, it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. See, wow, is he is he a topic initiator or is he like the guy that throws in the best one liners? I'm, I'm a Rodney Dan- uh, uh, Dangerfield. I'm I'm not a conversation starter, but throw me a softball, I'll hit it. That's not a <laughs> I'm problem. I'm almost nervous. I think we should just give him like two minutes of airtime and let him let him fill it in. You want me to you want me to do just go into a deep dive every episode <laughs> on, on a topic? <laughs> I'm fine with that. You want to just go radio silent for 60 seconds and <laughs> yeah. see what happens? Oh. Audience leaves less than right. Our, our listenership just falls off the Absolutely. edge. Absolutely. We'll be like, huh, I wonder what we changed. <laughs> Have we hit a new low right now? We are in the middle of a spring break and we are podcasting? I mean. Yeah, this is kind of sad for a bunch of 40-year-old men, but. Um, it's not so sad for me. I mean, I'm, I'm happy being here. I just uh, I just left my house. Um, not that I, I love my wife. I love my kids, but it was a little crazy when I when I left the house. So so I got over here. Um, for you two gentlemen, wh- wh- where are your wives and kids? Well, I haven't left the house in a while because my wife took the kids down to the uh, to my in-laws place. So uh, I haven't changed my underwear in a couple of days, guys. I'm not going to lie. And Anthony? I'm officially old. My daughter, oldest one, is doing college tours. What? The game is over. Yeah, that's right. So, where, where did she go? She's all up northeast. The plan is to go a four-hour radius somewhere up the, you know, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, somewhere up there. Uh, my in-laws live in Massachusetts, so the little the little ones are being dropped off there. I'm with the two boys, and Mary's hitting the uh, hit the road. It's it's kind of like it's kind of scary. Yeah, how, how old we're getting? I don't like it at all. How does that feel to have a kid that's looking at colleges? Um, I mean, a lot worse than like having to realize I have to pay for college. Yeah. So if you were yeah. a dad in dad's night and you have you have what a second grader, second grader, and a junior in high school. So so you're not like really in dad's night. I mean, you don't really have a kid in college and still a young one in dad's night, right? Correct. Okay, but if you did. There's nothing wrong with it. There's just few few of those people out there. 
Is that where we're going with that? Well, you know what? Our guests might be in the same ball, in the same, uh, you know, the same camp as Amen. So we're going to break that down in a second. I need to unpack last episode a couple words. Um, will Gelator stick? It's it's stuck. It's stuck already. Really? It's everywhere. Yeah, it's like jelly on a stick. Yeah. I mean, it's stuck. People are loving it. People are getting tattoos of it. It's pretty serious. <laughs> I don't know. Gelator's loving it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody asked them if they liked it, which is totally fine. Dude, those guys were some opinionated dudes, right? I, I, they were pretty passionate on, on topics. Very, very passionate. Very, very um, sincere and right to the point. But I think that I think their appearance is going to blow up the float. The float is absolutely going to take off. I'm already getting I'm already getting like emails being like, "Yo, are you doing the float? I'm definitely going to be there." I got all the text messages already for Hawes, the Hawes float, and everyone's like, "You know what?" We're going solo. We're, we're not going to abide by. They're going to do the buy in. Oh yeah, we're in. We're in. And I got a text message from Sakura. He felt bad. He did. <laughs> he did about what? Not showing up for anything. Dad, he wasn't involved. He, after he made a promise that he was going to be involved in the float, and he hasn't no responses. To Which kind of means we have a hundred thousand dollar float. Oh, that's Which good. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> dude. So uh, Hawes now Somerville are doing the. Every man for themselves float. I think we're going solo, and uh, we're just wow. going to kind of do our own thing. Is that that's exactly? I think that's what Sweeney said. I don't. know. There was a bunch of text messages that flew around. I just stopped lift, listening after the second one. Just kind of a thing that I do. So we're getting we're getting people fired up at the float. Listen, it's almost that time. We're on spring break. Yeah. You know, before you know, it's Memorial Day. Then all of a sudden, it's Fourth of July. I get a uh, I get a phone call. Right. So now five from, five. From? From my wife, from five kids in the house, right? So now she's taking the two littles to go to the grandparents and then hanging with Olivia. Two older ones, two older boys are pretty self-sufficient. I don't have to worry. I get a phone call 25 minutes into the trip. She goes, I want to talk to you. She's like, I actually think you were happy we were all leaving. How do you respond to that as a husband? You're damn right. <laughs> Dude, I had like a movie on. I had like my snacks. Like it was like, I mean. What was the movie? Uh, it was The Menu. It's a horror movie. Have you guys seen that? No. Never it's heard of it. Not a big horror big. guy. Uh, no, no. It didn't start off as a horror movie, but then it, it like it morphed into a horror movie. But <laughs> The movie it, was so bad, it was a horror. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It, yeah. it, was, it was good, though. Definitely worth a watch. Okay. Um, but it was just like, it was, and then and then my older son comes with the buddy, and then they lay on the couch, and now like we have extra snacks, and we're just like, hanging. So I will tell you, um, Christina called me um, today. She was driving over to uh, Nicole Reagan's house. Um, the girls were getting ready to go play or ride bikes or something. And then as she's driving, she must have been going down Windermere. And then she goes, holy what? And I'm like, what's the matter? She's like, there's like 30 boys playing lacrosse on the Lasaro front lawn uh, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was there a big party at the house now? Like- it was like... Um, uh- it was yeah it, it, no the, it, my front lawn does not stand a chance uh, for the springtime it will get destroyed you know, do, it's do the you worst water it regularly well listen um, that's a great intro because the only thing <laughs> that can save this lawn is water and do you guys hear that knock on the door right now yeah and this this podcast by the way is starting off a little dry so the only thing that can save this podcast <laughs> so absolutely we're all in shot yeah we we need we need a savior and there's a knock at the door and folks. We got a very special guest tonight because what does green kids in college and young ones first grader and water Lasaro's lawn all have in common? Uh, Village irrigation and Jeff Cregan, the Jeff Cregan. Hello, hello, hello. 
Jeff, and, we, we really need to pick up here. Yeah, we need to pick up. That was like the slowest start to any show. That was and a little by the rough. Way, podcast 10, um, because of, of 10 years. No, podcast 10. But like Jeff was also one of these guys that we were just deciding that is a possible dad of the decade. So this 10, podcast 10, has a lot of symbolism. Wow, dad of the decade. That's, a, that's, that's, that's high praise. I don't know if I, I deserve any of that high praise, but I've been around a long time. So if being around a long time makes me in the running for potentially being dad of the decade, I guess I can take it. you got to be around for at least a decade. So. I mean, there's not too many of us <laughs> around here. So. And, you know, you did 75, which was super special. Appreciate and now you're that. doing Podcast 10, which is I mean, very special. I like, the, I like the old fives. You know, anything divisible by five, I like to be involved in. That's good. Sure. Jeff, give us your first year in Dad's Night. Ooh. Number... Scott Ward did not know 17? Uh, <laughs> I think I was in Dad's Night 1, I think yeah. it was. Uh, it was actually Dad's <laughs> Night, I believe it was Dad's Night 64. Back then it was Kids <laughs> Night. <laughs> <It's> not, <clears throat> I, did the, I did the math. I'm the only one that's going to be performing in Dad's Nights that began in 6, 7s, and 8s. Wow, <laughs> not too many other people out there that can do three decades worth <laughs> of uh, Dad's Nights. Wait, who was your – do you remember your first chairman? Uh, it was uh, Andy Meyer, I believe, was my first chairman. Um, oh, I've seen him pitch. He's a, he's yeah. He was a he was a he was a tough guy. He was a tough act to follow. He was a big band guy. Um, did a lot talents. of did a lot of singing in the band. Was a front man. Has his own spinoff bands and stuff like that now. So he was a. Uh, I believe he was the chairman from uh, Somerville. Or excuse me, from Hawes at the time. To be honest with you, my memory escapes me. I don't remember who the the dad's night chair from Somerville was. Uh, wow. Wow. Sorry. Whoever you were, <laughs> no, the hogs, not the that wow. is, that, that's a first. No, I'm just yeah, wow. But uh, yeah, it was my first uh, my first foray into Dad's Night. Uh, a neighbor of mine, uh, Marty Enright, another legend in his time, um, did did a number of years. Uh, very big in the backstage stuff, building things. Always came up with great ideas. I think it was one of the first guys that got some guys to glow with glow sticks and stuff like that. Jeff, would you say he was? An inspiration to you to become part of he the backstage was, he crew. He was he was my wingman. He he brought me to the, my very first dad's night sign up night. We hit the door. He said, "Okay, good luck." Patted me on the back and took <laughs> off. I was left there to my own accord, uh, sort of chasing his coattails around the gymnasium. Little did he know he was introducing a legend to dad's night. Absolutely. Little did he know. Are you aware that all the new dads this year are scared shitless of you? <laughs> I don't know why. As well as the fifth graders. <laughs> fifth graders, I, I hope to instill fear in a lot of fifth graders. That's my job. That's good. Uh, new dads, I'm not sure why they're afraid of me. Just because I tell them to take their stuff with them and I tell them in a, in a colorful fashion. It, 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 honestly, it, it was deserving so. I mean, these skits this year had a lot of props. Can you imagine everyone left their props backstage? Not only was there a lot of props, there was a lot of big props. Big props. Yes. Like giant props. Huge wenches. Huge wenches. Pianos. Pianos. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah, How about yeah. those uh, seesaw things? Seesaws. Seesaws. Lava floor. <laughs> Lava floor. <laughs> Old Family Feud game show set. <laughs> Which got axed, by the way. Right? Got axed. Science yeah. experiments exploding. I mean, there was anything could have gone wrong at any particular moment backstage this year, without a doubt. <laughs> I was in the audience when uh, Cregan gave the alert to the crowd about, about that. And like two guys next to me were just like, Literally, kind of scared. <laughs> At one point, he was gonna throw out Disney's biggest prop. Oh, the missing, the, the missing, the, 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 the yeah, which almost missing ruined Sean. the whole video. Yeah. <laughs> 
Kriegs, let's talk about your first year in Dad's Night, right? Because now you are obviously a legend in Dad's Night. So would you say your first year, how did you play it? right? Because I always ask about the new dads. Like, did you jump right in like a Graham cow or did you tiptoe it a little bit? No, I was a, I was a both feet guy. Um, I ended up hooking up with a former Dad's Night chairman, Marty Gilligan. Uh, Marty Gilligan is a legend here in Hawes. Um, actually lives just around the corner here. But Marty was the first guy that I sort of uh, gravitated to as far as somebody who was writing skits. And Marty was sort of ahead of the curve. Um, in my first year, we had skits where the, the red curtain closed and opened back up and it was still the same skit. They had just changed the scenery on stage. So it was like 20, 30, 40 minutes long, the same skit over and over. So you can imagine the moms in a hot auditorium with their kids running around trying to get around that. But Marty was a trendsetter. Marty had a four-minute skit. No words, no talking, song, dance, get on, get off. Okay, so what you're telling me is in the day and age where people had enormous skits, he was sitting there with a four-minute skit. Correct. He actually So took, how do they fit it in the show? So what he did is there used to be a thing called scene shifters. So it was things that happened usually in front of the red curtain while people were changing scenery behind the red curtain to open it up for another scene or another skit. So these were three minutes long a minute and a half long really quick hitters and he sort of just took that that same formula expanded on it a little bit and just sort of ran with that for three or four years as he wrote skits tell me how elise cregan liked those 40 minute skits she is a huge huge fan of the 40 minute skit. <laughs> oh, absolutely she would really? tell you absolutely she huge, wants the full story she would arc. like them to all come back <laughs> she would like nothing more than to sit in the auditorium by the way my my wife i love her to death her birthday is March 8th. So for the last 16 years, in some form or fashion, her birthday has been screwed up by Dad's Night performances. How have we not known this? Nor sang happy birthday. We did sing happy birthday in 75. Because I was the chairman, so I got to do it. Dude, that's unbelievable. It's like, it isn't March 8th? So it's usually, usually the it's right Thursday or yeah, Friday of Hell Week. Yeah. Um, in a couple of years, it's actually been the Friday show. We should bring her out for karaoke. <laughs> in those days when there was, when they had the huge skits, uh, your skit would go on with Marty Gilligan mm -hmm. for four minutes. Correct. Does she bounce or she stayed for the whole thing? She stayed for the whole thing her first two years, and then she used to come for that and bounce right after that, give especially me, on the Saturday show. Give me some examples of the long skits. Ooh, uh, they did Guys and Dolls. They did uh, South Pacific, like stuff that you would see. Like the play? Like yeah, the actual... like the stuff that you would see on Broadway like... with your mom and dad and your grandmother like on an Easter Sunday weekend. So it was like a show, like like Somerville Children's Theater. Like it, it, was, a sh it was a production. It was a production, but it was a production that self-served a handful of guys. Did, did you Glass... partake in any of these? I did not. I did not mean to interrupt you. No, no. I was gonna say, did Glassman have like a twin brother back then? That was <laughs> no, but some of the some of the guys were sort of Glassman esque in their their love of the theater and and wanting to be the front man. Not that Glassman wants to be the front man, but they wanted to be the front man. So they'd write a twenty five minute, thirty minute skit that they were in twenty five minutes worth, and they'd have twenty eight other guys who maybe got fifteen to twenty seconds as tree number six or a Rolling Stone or the driver of the Batmobile. All right, so that means if you're if you're telling that means rehearsals were way more. They were way more for those skits. That's why Marty and the guys that he got his core crew, which I inherited when he graduated, 
The so, dogs. So I inherited a bunch of dogs. The Guido Bucinellis of the world. The oh, yeah. Peter Scotts of the world. Another great softball right? player. Yeah. So these yep. guys, uh, Glenn Gardner, uh, Scott Muller, uh, Randy Carson. I inherited Pete Candle. I inherited all those guys from Marty Gilligan. Randy Carson was one of your dogs? Randy Carson was actually played Patton in Stripes. A skit that I wrote. <laughs> Randy Carson, owner of the Park West Loft, one of our favorite sponsors. Uh, Absolutely. That's, I mean, and by the way, I, I just had a new friend. Uh, no, excuse me. You have a new friend? No. Somebody just rented the Park West Loft and was like, didn't know about the space and absolutely loved it. I'm like, dude, this is like this is like home for us as Daznet guys. It's a great spot. Great spot. So, Kriegs, we're going to play a little game with you right now. I have five questions and one pass. Ooh. You have to answer these five questions pretty fast, and you get a chance to pass on one. Are you stealing my three burning questions wow. game? <laughs> kind of. Five and a pass? But this is five and a pass. Five and exactly. a pass. But what if I pass so, too early? Then I don't have it for the later round. Exactly. Yeah. This, is, this is a lot. Exactly. This is a lot. But, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, okay. You ready? Fire away. Your worst skit you ever did? By far, hands down, 100% leprechauns. The best skit you ever did? That's a tough one. Quickly. Cats. Gotta be cats. Gotta be cats. Your favorite chairman, not including yourself and Doc? Favorite chairman, not including Doc and myself. Um, I would have to say... Matt Rosen and Brian G. Morella. Oh, come on. That's come just because they're sitting here. I'm going to pass on that one. Oh, that's oh, a pass. Good pass. Okay. Which Dad Night actor did you find the funniest? Dad Night actor to find the funniest? I did love Chad this year as the principal. Wow. What do you mean? <laughs> Not only Scott that. Scott Orr is going to be so pissed I at you. you. Hear that, Scott? He is going to be so pissed. You know my number. Call me up. <laughs> Freeman or Graham Cow? <laughs> you should have saved your pass for this. Friedman. Wow! Good choice. Good choice. I know, I, Friedman I, wins. Friedman finally wins. He always says he never wins. He wins. Friedman, Neil, you're a winner. Listen, Friedman is, I, I mean, it's sometimes you need it. Friedman is always very funny, very chill. Graham Cow. But I got to throw something in for Graham Cow. So I get a text message the other night. It says, Jamarello, what are you doing? So I said, oh, let me give him a call. My son had just finished a hockey game. I'm driving back from Palisades. Or no, uh, Stick and Puck. Driving back from Palisades, I get a phone call. And we're talking. And he goes, hey, you want to stop by for some food? This is on Friday night, I believe it was. Or no. Yeah, Saturday night. Saturday night. You want to stop by for some food? Yeah, sure. What are you doing? I just did a giant, uh, uh, one of those country boils. He took lobster tails, shrimp, potatoes, corn. I'm going to take it it back. He might be my new favorite. Boiled it all up. Dumped it out, and a bunch of the guys from Dad's Night were all there, and we just sat around. These guys were there already. I told them I couldn't make it for the Final Four game, and we just sat around eating a bunch of food. It was amazing. And I thought you were going to tell me you got to his house. And Friedman and you was had, there, too. I thought you were going to tell me you got to his house. You had to say grace. Everybody was no, saying hey, hey, hands and, and it was all weird That's food. It was, <laughs> hey, listen, I offered. I offered. Do you think if you did if you did Graham Cow's blood work, like his, like, his, he would not have low T. He'd be like high. Like it'd just be like straight energy. They'd be like, I think it'd just be prime. <laughs> Speaking of what prime. type is prime? Jeff, crack it <laughs> open. Oh, my prime. I got to crack my prime. Give it. Yeah. Jeff, do you know the man in his if we raise that curtain right there, Ooh. do you know whose house you're looking into? <sighs> One Stephen Pie. That's oh. right. Oh. I think Stephen Pie needs an irrigation system too. Has he contacted uh, you about that? I'll look at it in the daytime. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's better if you look at it at night. To, to both Graham Cow and Friedman, uh, those guys are awesome together. Their energy is unmatched like no other. So much so that I'm actually thinking of coming out of football retirement to help them coach their third grade uh, wow. football team this year. Here's that. And my son will be the, will the be... recipient of some of that fine coaching. But I, I hope that those guys do still reach out to me to, uh, to help out with them. I gave them a two-week uh, window early on in the preseason to help them out. I mean, that's them, as good as that. So Timmy's in first grade. Timmy's in first grade, so he'll be doing the intro to tackle. Which... But the following year, he would be a third grader when their boys are fourth graders. Correct. So if you do take another tour, you would be with part of those guys. You, how many tours have you been on? I uh, just finished my second full eighth grade Super Bowl victory, by the way. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> two, by the two way. Two-time Super Bowl Congratulations. champion. Congratulations. Wow. And by the way, for all those who don't know, that eighth grade championship game was out of control, right? I saw – I have actually wasn't there, but I ended up watching the video of it. Last second uh, – last second – touchdown to give them a win against a team that you never had had beaten before right we had only beaten them once in a in a b level year never beat them in an a year a year counts correct a what's an a versus counts. a b year i'm sorry i'm new to this oh my, god. my kids don't play football they actually play hockey it's a real sport it would be like True. you know like in, in, in some sports you have a teams and b teams okay in the football program traditionally not all the time but usually your third grade year would be your B year, fourth grade would be your A year. Your fifth grade is your B year, your sixth grade. So like the major year. minor program. Yeah, yeah. it's very got similar. It. So All fourth, right, sixth, it. and eighth grade gotcha. represent the A year of uh, A year, you're going for broke, you're going for win, it's win at all costs. B year, it's just it's a B year. It's a training year for the A year. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um Kriegs, let's start. I mean, the daddies is a very spicy topic. Let's let's get your take on that. Do you well? Let, let, let's let's talk. I want to give you the floor for a little bit. Broadly speaking, do you like the direction of Dad's Night where it's going? Where do you stand on all these new changes? Uh, yeah, I you know we sort of talked a little bit you know previously in, in other settings and stuff like that. Is you know I get a kick out of people saying, well, you know, back when or I remember you really. I'm the only one, one of the only guys that really has that back then <laughs> comparison. No. Yeah, most people until I just spoke on this podcast had no idea that they were 30 minute, 40 minute skits. Yeah, um, you know. So obviously, I enjoy much more the direction that it's going now with the short duration, high energy, you know, big music, uh, band involvement, less talking, less punch lines and setup lines and things of that nature. So from that perspective, yeah, the, the, the show is definitely going in a much better direction. Um, times continue to come down. I still don't understand the 40-minute intermission. All right. That's, that's I agree with that. That's something I, I still can't wrap my head it around. It drags a little. It you starts know, dragging. There's ways to speed up the slideshow. Uh, so there's some ways to make the show even shorter than it already is. Uh, so I think we still have some work to do to try and tighten up some of the things that we have control over. Um, but I do like 12, 5 to 7-minute skits rather than 4, 40-minute skits and 3, 5-minute you know, skits. So would you shorten the show down with the number of skits at all? Uh, sometimes I think that we we do try and put too many in mm-hmm. just for the sheer sake of numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be averse to maybe having 10 really good ones as opposed to 14 you know, that has 8 good ones and 
when you say really good ones, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all <laughs> relative, right? No I mean, more summer. It's all relative. Right? <laughs> I think you got one more year. I think you maybe jam, mash up all of yours, you and Fluey, and put them all out there as one big happy one, one mashup of bad skits. <laughs> Summer at Space Camp. We- <laughs> Listen, the, Vets edition. The rocket lands in Vets Field. Perfect. We come out. We'll get some of the minions from uh, from uh, Banana. Get those things to, to Banana. <laughs> the minions from Banana. Um, Jeff, congratulations on your nominee for Best Freakout. Um, it happened, at least once a year. It, it happened, uh, you know, while you were backstage. So you know, the questions come up. Are you going backstage again this year? Because some oh. people said during Elton John, they may have seen you kind of peek out the screen and possibly launch some confetti, which is everybody knows is Jeff Regan is a confetti hater. So some people said that was your farewell to backstage. It was, it was streamers. Um, uh, I've embraced the streamers. I've become... I've found out about the streamers and how much better they are than the actual confetti. Really, the one thing that used to get under my skin like no other was from Ed Ferdinand himself, the king of the glitter. Oh, God. <laughs> the glitter, glitter is the worst. The glitter Glitter's is evil. the absolute, hands down, worst thing to try and clean up. Would you say Ed was your biggest nemesis when it came to skit? <laughs> Like, what are you, props or confetti or glitter? Like, nonsense. Uh, not, nonsense. Not nonsense. You've okay. seen a lot over the years. <laughs> I remember one year, I forget what skit it was, he, he brought the blow-ups. Do you remember the blow-ups? Like, that was in my skit, too. Yeah, what was that yeah. for? I don't know. It was the last minute, and all of a sudden, I just see him blowing up a ton of stuff in the hallway. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, dude, kids are going to love it. Just do it. I'm like, damn it, Ed. I think it was last year or perhaps the year before he was backstage as his skit was going on. Cracking and and trying to get going, no kidding. Close to five hundred glow <laughs> sticks, but only glow sticks that were about two to three inches long. Like I didn't really understand the impact of them. They weren't giant glow sticks. They were just teensy little ones that they would throw out. I was like, this is unbelievable. Well, la- la- ladies and gentlemen, I have a little bit of a surprise. What is going? We have on? another knock on We've the door. Got more knocks on the door. This is what we only got four mics. I mean. <laughs> There is a non-stop part. Oh, oh my God. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We have a lot of people wow. popping in right now. What is happening? Ladies and gentlemen. What is happening? Guys, pull some seats Rest around. Seat. Because, 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 because this is episode 10. Like the Diamond Jubilee. You can't have a podcast unless you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We'll call it 10. Nine. Ten guys. Ten guys. Ten well, guys. Thank God, because the, the first five minutes of us by ourselves, we really it tanked. Was painful. This thank was a rough podcast. No, Cregan yeah. brought it, gave us some life, a here. little bit of life, and then still like still stale, still stale. But listen, what are we gonna do? I mean, Cregan needs his own time. He's gonna be like like the like the gel tour guy. He's gonna have to go another round. No, it's not necessary. I still have uh, four more years to go. Um, hopefully, this podcast will live in perpetuity beyond just this year. I got plenty of time to come back and be on another podcast. Perfect. Let's open it up to some of these other phones. So, so we only so, have four microphones. Guys, I know. You you just <laughs> I. They, so Justin Gramkow just walked in, and little does he know he was discussed about two minutes ago. Two His minutes ears ago, ringing. And you know what? We're not going to tell him the context we, of that. No, we're not. Should we rewind? No, we're going to let him listen to it. So he, so now he realizes what he walked into. But uh, listen, we were, we also compliment, complimented you. Your pure energy, 
you're a bundle of power. So welcome. By also complimented me, meaning you said something else. Well, there was a in lot addition, of negatives. In addition to there was a lot of negatives, but. I did hear you recently um, invited some people over for dinner. I did. I, 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 I missed that. I call. didn't get the call. I did not get it. I did not get so, it. So here's the thing Probably about the you. podcast. Yeah. I didn't get it. You, <laughs> you, you cook for, for a few, you cook for all. Brian's part of our <laughs> podcasting crew. So if you bring Brian over crew. for dinner, you kind of got to invite me in the train. See, now we're going back to the crew thing again. Well, it's not so much about the crew. You but can't the, say crew. Oh, you I can't say crew. Bad word. Don't use the C word. So we got a couple people we got to introduce. But Go we ahead. only got uh, we only got four mics. Oh, well, Why don't they introduce themselves? Some we're gonna we're gonna give them each individual time. Yeah, because there's there's actually breaking news about the guy sitting next to Justin Absolutely. that came out today. There's even more going on. Yes, yeah, I'll let him make the announcement because one of the biggest competitors in all of Dad's Night Sports is on the shelf, which is going to open up a lot of opportunities. For up and comers in the Butterball, wow. the softball tournament, cornhole. I already got my favorite. Ninja fighting. I already got my favorite. Fencing, bocce, chess, checkers, and every other competitive thing you could possibly think wow. of. How about Othello? Othello? Creeks, <laughs> I gotta ask you a quick question because you know all about this, right? So there are guys in Dad's Night and everyone you know around town, right? I'm one of them. Like, so where's the Detroit Lions jerseys? Right. But I love having a good time. But then all yep. of a sudden competition comes and like like people <laughs> compete. Right? I think I've I think I've done a better job where I've become like less competitive as the years have gone on, right? Because it's like I've you know sort of softened. Is there anybody in this dazzling universe that could A be such a good guy and such an absolute psychopath competitively than Ahmed? <sighs> Let's ask him. So Let's ask him. Welcome yeah, to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, boys? <laughs> first, of all, me, yeah. first of all, tell everybody what's going on with you. Yeah, uh, torn rotator cuff in the left arm from Butterball. All worth it. Champions. We did win the championship, but boom. Uh, I got pulled down from behind and reached out for a first down, and shoulder just exploded. And yeah. Did you get the first down? Uh, the next play we did. It was just inches off. But Do you think it was a dirty play? Yeah, everyone cheats like crazy. Constantly oh. ripping at me, pulling at me. Who was it? We need names. We need names. No, 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 names. Right we got to do the game. We might have to bring him back <laughs> on. That's what we do. We so call so, so is he valid in saying someone actually did grab him? Well, well this, now this, this, it's like, should have he won the award for best freak out? He grabbed me. He did. Someone yeah. grabbed you. I think most guys get grabbed, and you know it's like football. It's like you know old men playing flag football, and guys don't normally have a tackle. The difference is I try to power through and bulldoze guys, and that went for my own fault. So it's probably my fault for getting a little too aggressive. Are but. you sure you didn't get injured just by lifting the trophy up? Because that happens too. That does yeah. happen too. So. You know, no, it's all good. Rotator cuff would be patting yourself on the back. <laughs> oh! Yes. I'm doing it. So. I'll be back, like I'll be back for Butterball, though. Uh, I think wait, it's, uh, the role of Brian G. Morello will be me tonight. Shit stir. Shit stir. <laughs> wait, did you, I lost my mic. It's I got, did you win this year? Yeah, I got a fun fact. I've actually, I think I have more Butterball champions than actual dad's night under my belt, which is a, kind of a weird thing. Yeah. We're going to need a fact checker on that. Dave Allen. How you look that, that one up for us? Yeah. I, I started playing Butterball uh, in 2017. And my first last night was in 2020. Well, Justin, how, <laughs> dude, how, dude, you, how many did you win, man? Butterball, this was my first one. Yeah. Oh, did you my, win? Well, my first, my first one, I actually had 2020, my first year, I had surgery, so I couldn't play. 
My second year was the infamous Matt Rosen seven interception <laughs> campaign. Oh, wow. Uh, this so is we did not win a single game. No, no, no. Did not win a single game. It was game one. Right? That was the first you game. You didn't throw seven in the first game. You threw seven over three games. I was the quarterback the previous year of the championship. And you made a point to tell us that before we started playing and then proceeded <laughs> to throw seven. The truth is it was it was on a Saturday morning after the Friday after Thanksgiving. I might have had a couple cocktails the night before. I that came was in. Your year. I came in. Um, I came in hot and I left really cold. So Justin, <laughs> but, then, but, then, but then you go you go to this past year and you have uh, the guy everybody says ruins everything, but carried us to a title. So you did win. We did win. And who would that be? The MVP himself, Ed Ferdinand. He played phenomenal. Yeah. And I'm surprised they didn't give Justin the trophy just like they gave him like video of the year, right? Just just give it to him. Just right. Justin, I think Justin Justin deserves credit for GM of the year for the Butterball because he drafted uh, new dad Mike, uh, Mike Francisco. That's who I the think the six foot four D one yes. athlete, like the last pick in the draft. As a kid's like a, I'm, 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 I coach, I coach his sons in flag football. Yeah. So there was this picturesque. Human standing there with his no. hair blowing in the breeze every Saturday morning. I'm like, this guy can catch a football. No, dude, I, 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 inside information. I, I, I'm is over. Mike, what's his last name? Francisco. Francisco, Francisco is the new up and comer. So, so oh, Jack, he's, he's a sick he's guy, legit. Yeah. For for you guys that are a little newer to Dad's Night, uh, we learned that uh, Jeff Cregan made his initial appearance in Dad's Night '64. Correct. You also were a Ridgewood High School football player. Correct. A college football player. Yes. Two time. Youth Super Bowl coach. <laughs> okay. Including, including this past season. Yeah. How many Butterballs have you participated in? Uh, I started hot and heavy in the Butterball. Um, I think I played a total of five until I saw a guy break his elbow so bad oh. that I wanted to throw up. <laughs> and I went home and I said, I have a day job to go to on Monday morning. I think my Butterball days are over. It was probably one of the most horrific things I've ever seen in my life. Who was the guy? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know off the top of my head. I do know who, who put the hit on him. Ooh, who put the a, hit? A gentleman by the name of Will Sider. If you've ever seen Will Sider, Will Sider stands about six foot four. He's probably about 280 pounds of absolute muscle. Oh. Will, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Um, <laughs> Will versed out. Um, any, any championships? Uh, no, my claim to fame is I caught a touchdown pass with my knees. Wow. It was not thrown to me. It went through the hands of somebody in front of me, and I just happened to close my knees fast enough that the ball <laughs> landed in between my knees. We scored a touchdown. Like a David Tyree catch. Um, we, got, we got two other gentlemen sitting to your, to your left. Um, uh, also um, new to the podcasting table, well, this gentleman is. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Um, Rich Gentile, uh, Butterball champion, Dad's Night 78. I just don't talk about it as much as Ahmed. Right. <laughs> but I was a champion of 78. True. So, so Rich, I, I remember that year. Was that your first? first that was my first, first Butterball. So that was actually the year of my seven interceptions. Yeah. And um, How many of those did you have, Rich? Well, I will tell you, I was involved in the draft. And I, I don't know anybody like anymore. Like I was, you know, I was kind of new, you know, new. I knew not new to Dad's name, but there's a lot of new sign up guys. And I think it was um, Mike Higgins. Higgins, Higgins was our captain. That yeah, year. so Mike Higgins MVP. was his captain, and we did the draft at my house. And all of a sudden, we get ready to do the draft, and he takes out this little piece of paper. He's like, Rich Gentile. I'm like, who's that? He's like, I don't know, but I heard he played college football. <laughs> and he recruiting. got you late. 
Yeah, Mike Higgins did heavy recruiting that year. He did uh, investigating Google research on every one of our players on the team. Who else was on the team? Was he had a couple other team. guys. Todd Safian yes, was on Todd that team. Knew. Todd, he knew. Todd, Todd he, he knew. Rob Saltiel was Rob another Saltiel. key player uh, on that team. The four, the four of us really... And we beat Ahmed's team in the championship. If you remember that. <laughs> oh, oh, which I believe, and Ahmed, correct me if I'm wrong, was quarterbacked by Steve Pye, who has yet to win a butt ball. 0 for 3? 0 for 4? But, but he can throw a ball. He's good. He can throw a ball when he stays behind the line of scrimmage and doesn't get a call back. Oh, man. Wow. Sore subject. Ryan Yates, we need you on the podcast. So, so, oh, that ball. Steve Pye actually told me yes. that one of his ultimate dad's night goals, ahead of everything, ahead of being chairman fundraising writing a great skit he just wants a butterball championship well steve oh, pie yes. hasn't done any of those no. So. <laughs> no. so maybe just let's four. start with one let's start with one start with a good skit yeah <laughs> boys i'm gonna change topics here real quick did you guys hear the Dell tour interview yeah. the gel tour excuse me yeah. all right you heard the gel tour too. okay so let's pass these mics down boys what do you guys think about those guys were pretty opinionated dudes right and they were saying that they want these new mega groups to break up mm-hmm. and, and and by the way they hated the disney five-year plan hated it that's <laughs> listen coming from two guys who are fantastic skit writers and who by the way they did make a comment at the end of the shorter podcast they deserve the utmost amount of credit for bruno that they took that skit from a good skit to a great skit so hold on a good to a great or okay to good that's you know what for first time (laughs) skit writers we leaned on them and their experience and their expertise and a week out from hell week I mean, Delator's sitting there doing all the counts for the dances, drilling us like a drill sergeant, kind of like a lawn chair drill team, if you will. No, that was a great skit. But that's, that's a if lot it of wasn't respect. for them, yeah. I, I don't know that we would have gotten it to where it landed. And that was 78? That was 78. 78. What did wow. you do to 78, Creeks? I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, you did Twist and Shout. Twist and Shout. Twist and Shout. How do we yeah. both forget that? Mm-hmm. We'll Whoa, what was that laugh? When you, when you write skits every year from 64 through this past year they sort of to blend together sometimes <laughs> i don't know if you remember them all significantly so so our last guest is sitting at the corner of the table he's actually was one of our first guests That's and right. uh, still still a very controversial name topic no no what the og oh, there's what, no what, anything what, what do we decide hector 1.0 right hector Oh, he's my bad. Hector. Oh, shoot, shoot. Yeah. My bad. Hector. Sorry. The non bread guy. Yeah. <laughs> non bread You make non bread? Gluten Hector. <laughs> I love non. So, right now, we have three different. So, we talk about crews, right? And this is cross crew pollinization. They all came in. We have Disney representation. We got uh, Back to BF. And we got Blockbuster all hanging together and showing up together. And, and Rich was an. You had a big part in Elton, Elton John. John. That's right. And then you got Jeff Cregan. Yeah, I mean, there's a so lot there's, of... There's, there's a <laughs> lot of cross people. you got Jeff Cregan. Pause. I'm overwhelmed. Uh, Hector, grab the mic. Do you have any... Um, did you hear the uh, Gelator interview? Of course. What did you think? Did you... Um, do you like where Dad's Night is headed? Do you like this... Um, anything that you would change? So... Guy... I forget his last name. Eric. John Cena and Jesse Skit. Oh. Weaver? Uh, Zirin, Zirin, no. Zirin, big guy, like cool guy. 
he actually has a great pitch. And he pitched it to me. I go, don't pitch it to me. You pitch it on pitch night. So hopefully if you're listening, Eric pitched that skit in October. And Eric, uh, come, come say hello. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Or will you be writing again? I heard rumor that maybe it was one hanging more. it up. One more. Uh, that's what you I got like one to more? hear. One more. Until the next one, you got Are one you, more. Um, your skit was great this year. We we have sang its praises. Did you feel like the ending of the show, which I was at one point, do you feel like the ending of the show is, I mean, they always, let's get back, they always try to say, oh, you just finished strong. I mean, come on. It stinks to end the show. Why? You ended 77 on roller skates. Everybody loved it. Did you like ending the show? I like the fact that Shiraz ended the show. There Uh, you go. See? No, I can't say anything. And Krieg, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe for Twist and Shout, you asked to end the show. I've ended the show at least three times in my tenure. I have no problem in doing that. That's what legends do, Anthony. Wherever you are put in the show order, as long as you own it and make it the best that you can possibly make it, it doesn't matter where it is. I mean, listen, before intermission and after intermission are the best spots. That's when everyone talks about it. And let's get back to this point about Intermission. Does it have to be 40 minutes? I kind of agree with that. Should we chop it to 20? It's got to be chopped. Because the director's be always yelling at you about like your skits being too long. I mean, people are walking aimlessly. How many autographs do I need to sign as Mama McFly? And by the way, <laughs> do, do our sales, do our sales, do we do we burn through sales during that 40 minutes? Yeah, everybody's buying M&M's. and M&M's at Absolutely. intermission. No, ben no one's buying it. It's our biggest money generator behind ads. Not even close. What? It's not, right? It's <laughs> nothing. No. It's nothing. It's, it's more convenience for everybody. I mean, no one will be upset if it's 20 minutes. Yeah. Hey, listen, I think that's uh, that's fine. Maybe even go down to 10. Wait, Cregan's saying Cregan's, 10 minutes. Go ahead. Cregan's saying one minute. Oh, that's a Intermi- different finger. Intermission should be 10 minutes. <laughs> Enough time to go to the bathroom and get back to your seats. Make it 15. All right, 15. 15's good. I think 15's a nice number. You like things that are divisible by if five. It, if it was 15 minutes and we had the show the way it was, what would be the total time of the show? Uh, you would go down from 3.15. 3 hours, 15 minutes is what it normally is. About so knock off uh, half an hour, two, 2 hours, 45 minutes. Under Start 3 finish. hours. That would be perfect. And then you wouldn't have to cut any skits either. We still got to like cut skits. skits. Yeah. We still got to cut yeah. skits. Oh, Boys, wait, he's you, still here. You guys were in back to BF, right? <laughs> Cregan, before you guys came here, he was talking about in the generation before us, there were these 45-minute guys and dolls crazy long skits. Mm-hmm. Is Sakura trying to screw Dad's night in bringing back the mega skit? <laughs> Ahmed, you're in that skit, and, and, you, and, you actually, and you actually wrote a part of his yeah. skit. Are you guys ruining Dad's night? <laughs> Definitely not. No, no, no. Look, there, I, 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 do, <laughs> I uh, so I do think there was... I think, yeah, so Back to BF was absolutely the longest skit, but we had the most guys, right? We had 60-something guys in our skit. So if you do the math, like, guys per minute or whatever it is, right? Like, we were one of the shorter skits, right? Uh, but when you have that many guys, guys want st- stage time. We, we think we told a really great, good story. We felt that the skit moved. So, you know, I don't think every skit in a show could be that way. But if you do it right, I think that there is a place for 20-minute skits if you do it right. We put in a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of manpower into it. So, but I don't think Dan wants to do a twenty-minute skit every year, though. I definitely don't want to do one. So, 
Do you happen to recall how long School of Rock was? There you go. <clears throat> anyway, so, so did, did, did you it's did you write that? <laughs> I mean, so that was more like the uh, education of rock. Yes, <laughs> like yeah. kindergarten yeah. with like, history. Yeah. So damn, wait, so, damn I, you so I got a question. Um, well, I got a couple. I have a lot of questions. So first of all. Um, Ahmed. Yeah. Well, well, who is here now? What is oh going on? What is going on? There's another knock at the door. This was my surprise. <laughs> there was a surprise. There was multiple surprises. We uh, just uh, we did not plan this. Our little crew. We we had a little sub meeting and well, that's yeah, where I was so. going with this. I wanted to know. And Rich, grab okay. the mic too, please. What were you guys all doing together? Can you yeah. disclose well, 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 what was going on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, we're going to introduce him in a minute, but we just had a knock on the door. Two, four, six, eight. Oh, now we're officially nine guys. Grab <laughs> a chair. Rich, what were you guys doing? I would, we had a small gathering at Justin's house, one of the sports chairs. Another the sports gathering chairs. at Justin's house. <laughs> I was the most this week. Yeah. How many more can there be? I mean, Justin, we, I see you all the time. Our kids play sports together. Just throw me a bone. Yeah, it's really a little ridiculous. This is getting out I of control. Like your dad father, you know? You're like my new dad. Wait, so Rich, what were you doing? This was so a focus crew to, to plan out the sporting events for the balance of Dad's Night 80. And how are you all involved in this? Uh, so You're Hector, the most competitive. Yeah, yes, right. And the best. And the best one, right? No. Okay. Uh, Hector, Hector had a great idea of potentially adding another event uh, into the calendar. And he had asked me out. And we were like, well, I should get Justin and Rich involved. And Justin's family's away. So wait, this is tonight? This is going to happen. So wait, are you, so are you involved in sports now? What's the new event? It's... This is what we do on the podcast. What Hector? Hector can talk. Pickleball. Okay, hold on. Pickleball is the contest. Over the summer, I'm sitting at home. I get a text message. It's from a guy, and he says, Dude, can I come over and grab your pickleball stuff? I want to go play pickleball with my family. And I responded, Dude, I don't have my pickleball stuff. It's with Phil Carroll. Text Phil. Dennis Murphy. Ladies and gentlemen, D. Dennis Murphy, otherwise owner of Rachel Party Rental. Not a fan of that song. <laughs> Can we do a Channel 12 a commercial for Rachel Party Rental? If we include Village Irrigation. Oh, oh a double. Hey, I think he needs a song. <laughs> if you need yeah. some. Tents and chairs. Who do you call? Ridgewood Party Rentals. It's like Wayne's World. Like a bad Wayne's World. Really awful Wayne's World. So Dennis, I didn't even know you were coming, and you love pickleball. Uh, do I? <laughs> I think you, you texted me that day. I never hear from you. It's the only thing my three kids will do with me at this point. <laughs> and tell them what happened. You text the film. What do you say? Uh, Phil was like in Guam. <laughs> He's like, I'm away. Yeah. And Dennis didn't get to play. <laughs> so what did Dennis do? He sent me a text message like three months later, like the week before Christmas. And he said, guess what I'm getting my whole family for Christmas. Yeah, that's right. And what, did, and, and what did you get him? I got him pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I don't know if you guys knew this about Cregan um, and Dennis Murphy, but before... When they're, they're they, so they both have businesses, right? Cregan has uh, the Village Irrigation. Can we Dennis, drop my first name on this, please? And what? just go with Cregan and Murphy. Cregan and yeah. Murphy. There we go. What is but Murphy? Also Neil Murphy. By the way, someone messed his name up. Last yeah, week. you were mentioned on the last podcast, but as Neil, Neil Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. 
That's a big mistake Wait, by Jellator. Jellator. Wasn't there a good and bad Murphy? Uh, yeah. Wasn't your... That's just all hearsay. Okay. Yeah. But if we've, it was we've hearsay... Dro- we've dropped the prefixes. So, for these new guys, I don't know if you guys knew this, but... Uh, Murphy owns Rigid Party Rental, mm-hmm. Cregan owns Village Irrigation, and for a while there, there was a huge war between them, right? They were not getting along, right? So what ended up happening was every time, <laughs> de- like, when they when they were feuding, Dennis would set up a tent, mm-hmm. and then as the party was going on, Cregan set off the sprinklers <laughs> to piss everybody off, right? Murphy would get back at him as soon as Cregan would lay sprinklers in the ground, he would dig his tents and break the lines. It was sort of like a war. He broke how, the pipes. How did you guys get it? It went on for years. It, re- it really did. I also want you to know that Dennis did put up tents for other gatherings that I've had at my house. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a feud that still exists today. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we're still hot and heavy in the in the battle of supremacy of uh, Ridgewood small businesses. I thought you guys were in cahoots together. Like, hey, do me a favor. This guy owes me some money. Can you break his pipes? Well, so I was just looking for your insurance business. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time they fight, I win. <laughs> Bastard. Can you guys explain this pickle ball? And will it include some grad dads we do have a grad dad here rich give us a little update here so what's going on well well, i'll start by saying we're at the ground floor of this idea we've come to we understand we want it to be a tournament style bracket style we have to work out the kinks of these games could be long and not everyone likes to stand around for a whole day to try to advance for this tournament so we're working out game rules etc ahmed wood it seems like he's going to be out for this if he has surgery on the rotator cuff so he'll be out for this he'll be a spectator at the event so maybe some open windows from competition's standpoint. Uh, but we're at the ground floor. We're yeah. ideating at this point. So we're, we're kicking, kicking some ideas around. Should we open it up to you know, others, maybe the PBA, maybe wives, maybe friends, maybe just the dads? Should we do a picnic? Gregan's got some some thoughts on it. I'm, I'm curious to hear. Do we do we maybe make it after the U.S. Open and have it in Flushing, like we use the, the there courts out there? Yeah, yeah, that would be something I mean, right there. Huge. What yeah. time of the year are you? When are you that? looking to have this? So that, yeah, the 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 key date, which is kind of near, is May, end of May, right before Memorial Day, the week before. Um, if we can pull it off, great. I know tight tight window um, because I'm going to bet the under. Bet the under. Well, listen, you don't <laughs> underestimate us. Is we'll this a Dazzin event or is this? Yeah, yeah, that's where we're going with. Yeah, that's that event. Where where will this uh, tournament take place? Do we have uh, a location? The, I, the goal would be the Glen School, like because uh, they have those pickleball courts. Can you only use that court between like ten a.m. Yeah. and noon? <laughs> Which, right, it's very, exactly. it's very and, noisy. And, and ten minute inter, like inter, intermissions or what's the word? Inter, interstitial, inter something, inter yeah. something, intervals. 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 Like after ten minutes, you got to like give up the court to somebody else. Um, well, it's a charitable event, so we would try to secure that, you know, the timing and the whole bit. But listen, it's again, we're, we're at the ground floor with it. This is just a, really an excuse to hang out at Justin's house and drink beer as well as his family's away. So we're at the uh, ground floor, but we're really close. Yeah, <laughs> really close. I mean, could you I have you asked the Rejoice Tennis Club or something? On the, on the- Road in Ellington. Yeah, we'll just let's, yeah, let's make it a block party. Let's just draw it on the street, and here you go. I'm game for that. Listen, it begs the question, guys: Is more competition good for Dad's night? Yes, hundred percent, absolutely. Especially with guys like Ahmed out. <laughs> competition like brings the best out of everybody, as long as leadership creates the culture where it doesn't get out of control. And I think everyone's done a really good job of that. And whether it's skid of the year or butterball or everything else, so I think it's great. Yeah, everything's going smooth. This will be a doubles competition, I presume. <laughs> It'll yes, be a doubles, doubles competition. Pick your partner, or are we going like pick out of partner. a hat? It's going to be pick your partner. Pick your partner. Correct. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Brian, Hi. by the way, we, we need that up on the website for signups. <laughs> I was waiting. Cregan, what are your thoughts on this? Will you partake? Uh, I don't know the first thing about pickleball. Not but, do we. Uh, <laughs> sure. Do we eat pickles? Yes. Murphy, yes. So that are you excited to play in the pickleball tournament? I'll take Phil Carroll. There you go. That's my partner. You can't steal uh, my partner. That might be the one seed right there. Listen, okay. Dennis, no, he's my partner. Since what, when? We've been playing pickleball forever. So we're going to change that, maybe. Okay, you know what? I challenge you to a one-on-one singles pickleball match. Winner gets Phil. <laughs> yes. Is okay, Phil Carroll good at pickleball too? He's a really good pickleball partner. Let me tell you my story about pickleball. <laughs> For all of you guys that don't know, the Ridgewood YMCA is an outstanding place to join. I, I love the Ridgewood YMCA. By the way, Andy Powell told me he saw you walking into the sauna the other day. Steam. Was Hector's dad there? Steam. No. Hector 2.0 was dad. No, he saunas. I thought he liked the moisture. No, he saunas sometimes goes into the steam. I sauna. Yeah. He sauna. And by the way, our like new, the dry heat now? Our new CFO of uh, the YMCA is... Ramon Hachet, former mayor. And by the way, uh, I, good friend Jeff I saw him at 5.30 in the morning, and Roman has some possibly big plans for the Ridgewood Y. Roman? Mm. Uh, Ooh, did he change his name too? Ramon. Ramon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ramon. Sorry. Fact check. Yeah. <laughs> Ramon, I apologize. Ramon has some big plans for the YMCA. So the YMCA has replaced the Russian bathhouse in Fairlawn? Here's my story about pickleball. <laughs> Here's my story about pickleball. I'm just saying, that's where you used to go. I like to get a I like to get a good sweat before I go into the sauna. Because it actually enhances the sauna experience. So what I like to do, me and a coworker, we like to play a game of horse in the gym before we go to the sauna. So we were walking into the so we were walking into that little gym, and by the way, I don't know if you know this on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I think there's a there's a whole there, that court's divided into pickleball courts. There's three courts in the Ridgewood Y that's pickleball. So there was two older gentlemen. When I say older, I would say around seventy-five to eighty. They were playing pickleball, and they're like, "Oh, I'm like, they're like, yeah, guys, you can't use basketball, but if you guys want to like just hit around the pickleball, go ahead." So they let me and my coworker, who's young, thirty-three, huge they, fan of Dad's Night, by the way. Oh, he is a huge Dad's Night heckler. Oh, he, he wants to a, call in. So bad. He's, he's gonna call in soon. We, they they let us play for twenty minutes, and then all of a sudden, the two guys came over to us and said, "Hey, boys, you guys want to go a little two-on-two? Now, this is where pickleball's for everybody because yeah. these guys, I mean, they doubled our age and they destroyed us. Mm-hmm. Really? You pickleball, if you know what you're doing, uh, can anybody. Were they good at dinking? What is dinking? A word he just made up. No, that's the, the little hit. Rich, what is dinking? A, I think it's called the dink. Rich, do you, do you pickle? I ha- haven't pickled or dinked. We're <laughs> <laughs> at the ground floor. <laughs> so. <laughs> Don't don't go in the kitchen. For, for, so, so I don't know how Anthony breaks a sweat playing horse. That's, but, yeah, um, that's but, but, but a few months ago, Anthony reached out to me during the Dad's Night season. We were preparing for Daddy's, and he said, "You know what? We were under a lot of stress. We were doing a lot of work for Dad's Night." He said, "Let's take a break. Come play a game of horse and sauna with me." <laughs> I said, "What? That's, wow! That's when you know you hit the next level of friendship." Yeah. So Justin's not there, right? Because if, if if so. I'd be invited to his parties. He'd be invited to sauna. Anyway, go. So he calls me, and I agree. So he picks me up. We drive all the way to the Y. Uh, wait, no, I picked you up. Oh, so. And we drove all the way to the Y, 
and we get to the ba- to the to the wire. We get into the gym, and I said, "Okay, like, are we playing horse?" He said, "Yeah, but we need a basketball." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "What do you mean? You know, basketballs now?" And you didn't have a towel. And I didn't have a towel. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient. Yeah. So, I only got you. So, Anthony, Anthony, may, Anthony says, may have planned that one. So, Anthony says, I got a great idea. Let's go back to my house and get you a towel. And I said, you know what? When I picked you up, I'm pretty sure I saw a basketball on Mike Higgins' front yard. <laughs> yes, yes. So, we drove back to your house. We got st- a towel. We stole Mike Higgins' basketball. We stole Mike Higgins' basketball. <laughs> Played horse. It took us like two hours Dude, to get through the game. Make a shot. Couldn't make a basket. It got to layups. Yeah. Until I won. You did win. <clears throat> and then. Wait, you never saw it again. And I've never saw it since. Why? I mean, it was a great experience. I enjoyed it. My wife thought it was really weird that we went for a sauna. Um, then I told her we checked out the steam room, which she thought was crazier. But then you told me we might see Hector 2.0's dad. Did you ever get that towel when you went there or no? Yeah, it's at home. He let okay. me keep it. It was a stick bros towel. <laughs> stick bros! He's yes. like, just wear it. When you go to the beach, people see stick bros. <laughs> wait, wait, Christina. So I have a stick bros towel. I Christina thought it was weird? I don't think she thought it was weird that I went into a sauna. She th- thought it was weird that it was like a pre-planned event. Weirder than uh, Friedman singing at Graham Cow's table weird? I was actually going to save this for final thoughts if we were here long enough. But uh, after the Doc Walk, which, by the way, fantastic event, I had a little chat with Billy Gulia. And he said that uh, Rosen, Gulia, a couple other guys that live in that area were together one night. And we're like, somebody's got to check Anthony on his stories because, wow, they're bad. Like, inaccurate. Whoa. Just, just not good. I got to fact and check that. I, 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 I got I to I I tell you, everyone remembers the old school game, a telephone. You know, you whisper a word or a phrase down the line. You're the second guy to hear it, but you tell it like the 10th guy. Wait, hold on one second. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, didn't Neil confirm Neil that told story? The story? No. Well, he came back out and refuted it. Go back and listen to the episode. Okay. Explain it then. Did you sing? Yes. Okay, for how long? Our, pre, our pre-meal prayer is the Lord's Prayer, which most Christian Catholic people know. The Our Father? And, yes, except sung and not said. Holding hands. Not holding hands. There's no hand holding in. <laughs> he said everybody held hands. No. So I know the Our Father, but okay. can you tell me how it like is in, sung? In the Orthodox Christian Church, everything is sung. There's no... For yeah, exa- there's no for piano, organ, nothing. It's acapella. Everything. My <laughs> my extended family is very talented in that department. I am not. Sort of like the trebles and the bellas. Yeah. Oh. Yes. You guys are even more talented than I am when it comes to singing. I love it because it actually explained how close you and Neil were. Because Neil dropped an amen at the end of it. He did. <laughs> but yes, every family party that he has come to for as long as we've known each other, we always sing the Lord's Prayer before who, we eat. Who sings the loudest of your whole family? Uh, it's not the loudest. So my family is, we're like the Von Trapps. Like people sing in four-part harmony. Again, I'm not one of them. They all can sing? Yes. I mean, why aren't they writing skits for that song? Well, I mean, we could leverage that. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm the least talented amongst them. So wow. We knew that. Yeah. Did you, um, <laughs> are you writing a skit this year? Uh, I am, as much as you guys don't want to hear it, Neil, Neil Scott and I are still, yes, we are writing another one, but the same, the same group. There is plans for people within our groups, so going back to your previous 
topic from a while ago. There is plans with people within our group to eventually branch out and write their own. Hector 2.0? Like Neil referred to it when he was on the coaching tree. Like we want to help people out and then have them branch out on their own and be able to You say eventually, so not next year. I don't know. They may want to. I can't speak on behalf of other people, but I know that the the plan is definitely to have – a couple people within the skit because that's how we that's how you keep it going i mean what you guys said in the last podcast about there used to be however many people pitching we want a lot we, of need, pitches. we need more of that absolutely and speaking of a lot of pitches i'm not mm. you've been known to be a little bit of a bunny hopping around a little bit you're in multiple skits back to bf elton john cobra pie new not dads not that it's a bad thing mm-hmm. is this the year you go ahead and write your own skit well i'm writing new dads Thanks, Anthony. Now, listen, I, listen, listen I, I just I thought I thought he did a good job as my assistant. Okay. Right? I think I showed him the ropes. I showed him what he needs to do, and now he's ready to fly. Would you say he's the best assistant you've ever had? <laughs> I mean, Octavio is is a pretty good assistant now for us for the da- for the daddy. You know, he's a good assistant. Yes, I feel like Ahmad might be a really really good assistant. Like, I, mean, I feel like he was so good, like he almost like, dude. Almost like he did it. Like, almost Dude, like he did the new dad. Ahmad, Ahmad took out me and Pi in one year. I mean, he just took us out and just took over. It was all part of his plan. Healthy competition, as <laughs> yeah. you said earlier. Yeah, but you, you guys all know who organized that. So is that. Petrusa. Petrusa. <laughs> so, wait. So, you're going to write the new Who is your new dad's partner? Because you, you, you cut Pi's throat. Uh, yeah, Riggler. Riggler's in. Riggler's for, in. For the side. Oh, oh God damn. Did you know the That's first good. new dad skit ever? Ooh, were you involved in it, Murph? I'm no. guessing you were. Well, it was part of my idea, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, was there always a new dad skit? No, it's, no. no. When, when was that instituted? Do you remember, Craig? I don't remember what the actual skit was, but there was not always a new it dad skit. It was Eminem. It was Eminem. That Doctor, was my year. Doctor Rick. That was our year. Yeah, Doctor Rick Ball. Which was Dad's Night seventy seventy three. That was you're the chairman. It, it was that. It was, was it your chairman? Den- it was Murphy I and Pizzanot. Before that, no, seventy two. Me. That was seventy three. Because Ball pitched the Eminem yeah. thing, and we were like, "How do we get this into the show? Let's just dress all the new dads up with the t-shirt and the jeans, and just parade them onto the stage." Unless you were Stu, who just walked around the back with a new dad's rule sign. Yeah, yeah that sounds it. about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. I don't remember if that was our year, but that was the first one ever. Yeah, because when I was in that in 71, they tried to do it, and it didn't work. By the way, did anybody catch the Sesame Street stew thing this week on the Instagram? Didn't see it. No, what happened? It was great. There was like... Uh, like I guess uh, um, like a, a, a vignette, like a video filmed that like was going to be used for like '79 that involves Stu, and I guess for some reason you know Back to BF took over and and that video got lost and then you know I, I don't know what happened but I just know Stu played the part of Big Bird on Sesame Street and like Dave Allen was like Snuffleupagus and like you know there was just like. People like the kids. We couldn't watch the vignette. Elmo and all these crazy Let, characters. Let's go talk about some of the best pitches of all time, though. Dennis, when you pitch TikTok trolls, <laughs> quite literally the best pitch I've ever heard. And you no, said so that wasn't um, actually. I believe the pitch was just we're going to do trolls. I thought it was you were going to do. <clears throat> no, and then we had to figure out what we we're going to do with it because we had nothing. And we're like, we're just going to wear troll costumes. And then TikTok became big. And we're like, this is what we're going to do now. And that's how well, it worked. Do you know many people in the Dad's Night um, that read the Dad's Night history books, they uh, they credit you 
as the find the founder of the Yummies. Of the Emmys. The Yummies. Oh, the Yummies or the Gummies? The Yummies. The Yummies. Not the Gummies. You don't want credit for the Gummies. The Yummies. The Yummies. You you discovered the Yummies. Those by chance. Those by chance. Do you keep in touch with any of them? I wish. Yeah, I really do. I miss them. We all do. No one knows where they went. Anthony's like searching for the yummies, right, Ant? You've been saying it for months. That is like a dad's night reunion, like bringing some back, like the yummies, some guys that we haven't seen. Gio, the yummies. <laughs> you want to know where Gio and the yummies are. By the way, people were nervous, a few, not to name names, about us using the TikTok like, platform for something because it was questionable about privacy back then and everything. And we're like, listen, listen. Look at that. You were ahead <laughs> of your time. It's dad's night here. We're not, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Let's all throttle back. Yeah. So can we circle back to Ahmed for one minute? Yes. I, w- I want to get him back here. So This is the ADD podcast, by the way. So, yeah. Hopefully you guys know our format. Here. Okay. So you say you're writing something with Regular, but what about the, the, the other skit? I'm writing with Pi, and I'm going to probably write with Dan again. I have a long... Time. Whoa. I have is a long Ab- time. Is Ahmed that good of a skit writer to be I rocking mean, three skits right now? Three skits. I wrote last year. How are you going to write with one arm? I did it last year. I helped write. I mean, look, Dan did. Dan and McCormick were beasts, but I helped with that skit. I put a lot of time on that skit, and I helped Pi with Delton John. Wow. Nikki's my hookup. The the choreo. By the, the way, thing. let's yeah, get so. into this real quick. I need to discuss it. Was, Listen, Graham Cow's got incredible talent in his family. Yeah. What if his family showed up and started choreographing? Would that be allowed? Yeah. Should an outsider be allowed no to doubt. choreograph? Let me ask the statesman here, <laughs> Jeff Cregan. It's not the first time that it's been done. It won't be the last time. Come on, for real? Uh, I remember uh, Mrs. Glassman being involved in choreographing some of the... Behind the scenes. Uh in the auditorium during rehearsals during Hell Week. I think so that was Beauty and the Beast. That's yeah. not behind yeah. the scenes. This, this year, the way Mizurko's that I, wife, uh, Liz Mizurko, Circle Cookies, or Cookies on Circle, or whatever it is, uh, they, she choreoed uh, his entire skit. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. We, we, we've also had some show. slippery slope where there's been uh, grandmothers who've acted on stage oh, during a oh skit. Oh my God, she made a, an appearance on stage. She was in a video? And, and on, on stage. stage. Hold on, let's yeah. set the, start over with this. Start over. Do you guys this. know this? So <laughs> I know the story. The new guys may not. So Chris yeah. Kaufman. That's wild. Chris Kaufman, former chairman, shirtless wonder. Um, Dad's night seventy four. Dad's night seventy four. Um, had a skit in which he had a video where his grandmother and I think his children also were in it, and then it played out so that the video ended and then it picked up on stage. And on stage, during the show, was his grandmother. She was like in a Grim Reaper costume. <laughs> so crazy. I think that's his mom. Or his mother, sorry, his mother, not his grandmother. It'd be a better story if it was his grandmother. Yeah. Fact check! Good call, Murph, good call. But, Regardless, his mother, mother on stage. the kid's grandmother on stage. How you doing, everybody? She was front and center yeah. During the skit. And she was close to being named chairman that year. Uh, <laughs> she was co-chairman of the daddies. She did more than Chris. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Uh, I didn't say that. No, it's okay. The mic didn't pick anything up. Don't worry about it. All right, so we're going to play a little game, guys. All right, because we, right, so we have we have all these guys in a circle, right? So the three of us, Gimarello, Gimarello, damn, See, I always slip back. It. Don't worry, Lissora. They, they, 
we're gonna we're gonna send that mic around the table with the three of us asking each one of our guests hard hitting questions. The people want to hear it, right? So we're gonna start with Justin. Okay. Everyone, I don't care. We each get one question. We each get one question, and then we'll send it down down the line. Each guy gets a different question. So we don't ask Ahmed the same question we asked Justin. Oh yeah, this is a separate, okay. separate person. No pass. It's not five and pass. It's Correct. not three burning questions. Yes, this is a new game. Right, you just created. Dude, you got a black cat, ninja. Yeah. That's, I'm like that's ninja. That's my buddy. Yeah, dude, black cat cross your path, yeah, right? It's yeah, like yeah, that's my boy. We've like, been hanging out. Check out his eyes, by the way. All yeah. right, Justin. Here's my first question, and I'll uh, can we just oh, God, go I'm this not way? Even ready? Okay, Justin. Should Disney have won Video of the Year? Wow. That's a heavy question. It's a lot more to come. I'm I'm gonna agree with what Neil said. If you're gonna look at it from pure video content, you could have given it back to BF. McCormick did an amazing job. Everything was timed incredibly well. I think that it was. I think it was uh, given to us because of the trip more so than the video. Hmm. Good okay. answer. Yeah. Matt, what do you got? Hector 2.0, Rich the Mermaid. One's got to go. <laughs> oh, wow. That is a great question. Wow. Oh, See, now we're at the good stuff. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is... No pass. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm... Wow. Uh, I got to stick with Hector 2.0. Oh! oh I don't think Rich listens to the podcast. Sorry, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> despite, right. despite the fact that Rich brought us... Dumplings and shrimp fried rice the night of the Friday show. As I'm still much, sticking with the bread. As much as I love Hector, and Hector was an unbelievable chore- like choreographer, during your skit, I heard him on stage kind of doing his thing. Yep. Rich was by far, he knocked it out of the park, humor-wise. He lives around the corner from me. He's always outside. I don't know what he's doing. Like I can never figure it out, but he's just always sitting there, and I always wave to him, and he waves to me every time. Like He has no clue I am, and it's the first. Like He thinks I'm just some random guy who's dropping out. I'm like, he's like, you guys can't see it on the podcast, but he says it's a big wave, and he has always had such a big smile on his face. So, real quick question: True or false? All the choreography for Disney was done for everyone except Richard. Correct. We gave Richard carte blanche to do whatever he. That's wanted. when you know you're a star. That's, that's when you know you're a star. That's yeah. having hand. Yeah. Does Does anybody tell Cregan like, dude, I need you to, like, no, 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 no. no. Cregan, this is the role. Do it. And Cregan makes the rules. Yeah. Yeah. All right, send Press it down a big guy. Next. If, if Rich is listening, we'll take him gladly now that Justin. Wow! <laughs> Rich just entered the transfer portal. Franchise tag, franchise tag, franchise tag. <laughs> all right, this is ready for a hard hitting question. All right, let's this, go, this, baby. Is getting, this is, listen, we're all home. We're all upset we're not away in spring break. We're going to ask some hard hitting questions. Okay. I need to know this for real. I okay. need to know this for real. I was sitting pretty in my new dad spot. And all of a sudden, somebody said, hey, you have an assistant. And by the way, I, I begged to get my new dad role again once uh, Alan was chairman. Yeah. Explain how the conversation went down, how you became my assistant for new dad. <laughs> Do not hold back. Tell us the dirty. It, it's not really a conversation. I'll tell you. Basically, I have a, a first grader now, but last year kindergarten, as is, you know, Cregan has uh, Timmy. I think Penelope and Timmy are in the same grade, uh, same class. And... Uh, a lot of so a lot of the new dads with kindergartens were coming to me because they were my buddies. I got to know them, complaining about the shit show of the '78 new dad skit. They keep changing it up. They want us to do this now. They want us to sing. So I was trying to kind of be the buffer between them and Pi because Pi and I were working on Cobra Pi together, 
And um, there was some mumblings were like, Lasaro's never around. And I was like, maybe I can help out there. I'm at Somerville a lot. I'm there. And it was never, <laughs> never, never intended to take over it. Um, just thought I could be that face that was there more often. I'm there every day with the kids and the whole bit. So it's it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. And, it, and, and it, and it, it th- that was that that that's deserving. This was the just a quick backstory in that. The funniest part about that dude that year is that we were doing Mass Singer. Oh, Mass this Singer. is unbelievable. They were doing Mass Singer. That was funny. Uh, just just to, hold on. So I, those new dads, I'm, I'm going to give a little, I'm going to give a little, I'm going to bash those new dads because they were soft as anything because here's what we're dealing No, no, no. No, that wasn't you. That wasn't you, Justin. Before you get yep. to the new dads, before you get into it, let me, let me tell you the real reason. Now that it, now you just said that it all comes <sighs> rushing back. Here's the real story. I did pitch a skit. In '78, yes, I pitched a skit. Wait, the this Mass is a Singer. singer. Yes. I remember and that. It got denied. We it got shot denied. it down. It got yeah. denied, and they came to me and they're like, you know, Ahmed, like we appreciate you pitching. We don't think it's the right skit. It might be too long. Why don't you work with Pi this year on Chippendales of all things, right? Right. Chippendale over the gym. Right. That was the which first, we, the which first skit that had zero signups. Zero <laughs> signups. Zero. So Has that had, ever been successful when so, they merged two people to do something? So we are Cobra now. Pie was. So, so now, so yeah, so we came together with Cobra Pie. We pivoted in the whole bit. But the second rehearsal at Somerville, I'm sitting on the stage next to Giamarella and I think Reagan's, right? Um, and Lasaro comes in so giddy. We got the best idea. We got the idea for New Dads. It's going to be amazing or whatever. I'm sitting, we're the only three people on the stage. Me, Giamarella, and Rick. Listen to this, guys. The Masked Singer. I'm Which like, was Pi's idea. <laughs> I didn't say it. Well, it was Pi's idea. And I'm like, yeah. what? Like, that's my pitch. Now you're using it. Like, all right. So that's the reason. I was like, after that day, I was like, you're done, Lasaro. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and Murph, Murph will attest this because Murph was telling me with, with the first New Dad skit. So, New Dad skit took took a metamorphosis because it was originally intended that new dads would come in and you would embarrass the hell out of them, right? right? And then it actually morphed into a skit that was like kind of real. So we were, I was I was new dads coordinator through the time where it became like embarrassing, the tutus, the toilets that one year, whatever, and then kind of turning into a real skit. So I was hearing, right, after you guys, uh, I'm pointing to Justin, after Justin's year where you guys were those nut huggers and you guys ran on the track, you had a funny skit but kind of an embarrassing skit. And then your little crew was dropping lines to me like, dude, what are you guys doing for new dads? Uh, You said crew. Sorry. Your little skit guys, (laughs) right, cast, you guys are doing a real skit for new dads. You're not embarrassing them. So I send an email out. These new, these are, these are, these are, this is the new pampered society, dude. I'm sick of it. The 50 dads, I go, guys, I go, listen, this skit is too real. I'm like, how about we literally try to sing it a cappella and we know it's going to be bad. Dude, my inbox has never jumped. So it was like, bing, like, what's your, like, these are some of the responses. That if, and, and, and next podcast, I saved them. I'm going to read some of them because this is the softness. <laughs> Dude, it was, I think, you, I think you've asked a lot of us already. And if it, now that we have to sing, it's a whole new level. We're not, I mean, it was unbelievable. I think, I don't know. I think it's the opposite. They're pushing back. They're pushing back on authority. They're taking ownership of their skit. Wow. wow. Right? So. I think the best singer, by the way, was a great new dad skit. Yeah. It but there was a lot of stress great. getting there. I think that was the challenge. And I, look, I, just doing New Dads for one year, it's tricky. You don't even know who the guys are. You don't know what other skits they're in. You don't want them. You don't want to pull them away from their commitment to the other skits. So it's a delicate balance of 
doing something that's kind of funny, making them have a, you don't you don't want them to embarrass them too much. You want them to have fun, right? But yes, you want them to also kind of pay their we're dues. Just, we're getting soft. Um, we're getting but soft. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we'll we'll make it count this year. You'll be happy. You'll be proud of us. So. All right, what's the question? That was my one. That was good. Cool. Coming from the same guy that screams at everybody at, at uh, Butterball. Anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, it's good for you, though. <laughs> um, so, Ahmed, when are you going to branch off and write your own skit? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Have that, has that crossed your mind? I know you're like you're helping out with everybody, but have you ever aspirations yeah, a, of writing got, your own? Listen, I have lots of ideas. I have no, I'm in no rush. Uh, are you going to pitch The Mass Singer this year? Because I, I heard it's been I done already. Season I four. Might. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say, just for context, Ahmed and I are going to be in Dad's Night till Dad's Night 89. Yeah. So we got some time. That's not so bad. So is Cregan. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so is Reagan's. Um, I had an unbelievable, so much fun last year working with all those guys. And, like, that's what it's about is having fun. So I'm in no rush to do my own skit. You know, Pi grads out after next year. Uh, you know, not this, not 80, 81. Um, you know, I got plenty of time to do it, and uh, you know, I'm, if I have something that I think is unbelievable, I'll 100% pitch it. So, was that like the mass singer? Did you think that was unbelievable? No, at the time but I just no? wanted to get up there and like, you know, have some, throw it out there. It's so, good. it's right. good, man. Put yourself <laughs> out there. Yeah, what do you got Rose. Right, Rose. I, I got, I got a simple question. For you. Okay, here we go. You, you, you came into the Dad's Night group, like you, we, we all said, you came in early to the Butterball. Yeah. What's up with the Megatron jersey? Oh, that's my cousin Thomas's jersey. And he did a blue jersey. I didn't have one. So Thomas let it. And, yo, after that, but, well, though, kids in school the next day, yo, that's Megatron. So, like, catching me. It was the best. <laughs> Man. Is it tight? It was loose. You couldn't get his flag because he covered it with the jersey. His first he knows year. what the yeah. grand is. Yeah. 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 He wears the jersey. Then he showed up at the first softball tournament. People were like, oh, it's Megatron. To his credit, if you played if you played men's flag football, there's there's – Certain things you do to make yourself a better right. player. So I, right. I, I respect it. Yeah, I respect it. I'm I'm gonna chime in again and just say, by the way, first round, first overall pick this year. Oh, I see that. So credit where it's due. Wow, not anymore after Mike Francisco. We're not supposed to talk about the draft, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, head over to Hector. I got, Hector. I, got I got a juicy <laughs> question, for Hector. Hector, this is not a question. Bad boys, this is bad more boys. of a plea, what you and I'm do? and I'm asking. I wonder if I know if you'd be down with it. So as every as we all know, Hector is um, a police officer, right? Uh, Hector, would would you would you if I came in with a boombox behind you to one night where you got like a noise violation at a party or something? I'm writing you. Could you could could you walk in and say, "Hey, I'm here for noise violation," and then I hit the music and then you start stripping? <laughs> Absolutely not. And I'm writing it. No. No. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know if we're seriously having partying questions. <laughs> that one in the chamber. I thought his second question is. Will you join him for a song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit an A train. No towels allowed. <laughs> Is this a party or what? Sorry. <laughs> Love you, pal. And by the way, Hector, he doesn't get enough credit for how athletic he is. And this guy's like still in shape. And this guy's like, you know, he's at all the Dad's Night basketball and everything. This guy's a, this guy's a stud. I, um, I had dinner with a good friend of Dad's Night, Andy Powell, last night. Ooh. And I uh, love Andy. I asked love him when Andy. he's coming on the podcast. He and Andy Powell bashed said, what's the podcast? Exactly. <laughs> um, yep. You're really a good friend, Andy. Um, but, uh, you know, Andy's a runner. He's a runner. Everybody knows Andy's 
always running around Ridgewood. I don't know how fast he's running, but he's running. And he said to me, he goes, you know, I, ha- I haven't been running as much as uh, as I used to. I said, what have you been doing? He's like, well, I've been swimming and going into the steam room at the Y. True story. He said, but um, I ran into Hector the other day. He goes, he inspired me. I'm going to start running again because of Hector. Why? Because he's jacked? I guess he sees Hector running a lot. Is that a question or a statement? No, it's just a statement that Andy was inspired by Hector. Uh, Hector inspires all of us. He does. He's the man. He's a great method. What do you got? Give him a hard-hitting question. Brian? What the hell? (laughs) It's your hard-hitting question. It goes you, then him, and then you stroke everybody, and then I got to say something. If I have to take over. Hector, who was the best guy in your skit this year? Who did you feel out of the most from an actor point of view? Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought he did a phenomenal job portraying Beetlejuice. Great job. He was a me- <laughs> he, he was a complete method actor in the movie Beetlejuice. You never know what was going to happen with him, and that did was. Did you say method he- or meth head? <laughs> he played the role. He really owned it. <laughs> he owned the role. Oscar, <laughs> Daddy Awards. What would you even at the church? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who would you be more concerned with going into game day showtime? Ed Ferdinand or Beetlejuice? You've had both. I'll take Ed. Wow! <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Great, great answer. Hector, who's a better dancer? You or Johnny Garcia? Oh, shit. Wow. That's tough. That's tough. I'm going to go with me. Who's, yeah. better, who's yeah. a better cop? He's not even a cop. He's like a fireman. Like, no. <laughs> Johnny, if you're listening. Port Authority is not, not a cop. He's the, he's the mother effing TSA. Listen, I love Johnny and Hector. You know why I love those guys? Die hard Met fans, bro. Wow. I Mets. hang with those boys. We watch Met games. Nobody's perfect. Oh, <laughs> my, man. Our love Murph. our Mets. Murph, we got to skip right. Yeah, thanks, man. Oh, no, no. I'm so, sorry. I didn't know you had a question. So, Hector, another Clifton guy. We went to high school together. Do you know how many people, Clifton guys are your dad's name? There's a lot of Clifton, Clifton guys. guys. Well, you have a graduating class of 4,000 people. Yeah, well, that was our school. Wait, 4,000. You're a Clifton guy? No. Oh, jeez. No. No, I, I didn't want to raise my kids in Botany Village. Yeah, I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, so coming from Clifton to Ridgewood, what do you think is the biggest difference? Food is terrible here. It's awful here, right? I was going to say, the food in Ridgewood. Where can I get an Italian deli? You know what's funny? I saw one of my buddies text me the other day. If you guys, I think I brought him up last podcast, Rocco, um, Bloomfield Auto Records. And he goes, where's the best place I can get an, a, I can get an Italian sausage and pepper sandwich around here? I got a hankering. I said, you got to go to the train station, get on the train to Clifton. <laughs> I'm like, that's the only place you're going to get one. The food in Ridgewood, I've... It, it, it doesn't hold a candle to Bloomfield, to Clifton, to other places. I'm okay, telling no, you. No disrespect. I love yeah. Billy from Chestnut. That's my man. Oh, absolutely. No, even Parkwood. But truly, no authentic Italian deli. That's all I'm saying. The yeah. hanging meats. Is, is there yeah. a place that has the hanging meats? That's, yeah. I don't think that's, that's a dead here. giveaway. The Tiger yeah. here in, uh, Waldwick. in Waldwick has some hanging meats. Yeah. Then not, you, like, not like, I'm from Staten Island, not like that. Not, not like, not yeah. like no. that. And not for nothing, where can I get... Fresh bread on a Sunday. Mm. Stop and shop. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I go to Pierre Pierre and Michelle's, whatever that that is, the French place. It's okay. I go to to Uncle Giuseppe's. Yeah. I I can't do that place. I I can't do it. Cregan loves to get a good Italian hero. 
Uh, I agree that they're not around here. And I'm born and raised in Ridgewood. You got to go near and far to get, to find a good Italian. Too many Irishmen in this town. Uh, I don't know about that. It's just everybody claims that they have an Italian. It's not really an Italian. No. Right? No. Yeah, ham and a spicy ham on top of it doesn't make an Italian hero. Yeah. No. You got you to gotta go find it for sure. Big fan of the egg platter. Before it closed, by the way, yes. the what? The, the egg, egg platter, platter on Getty Ave. On Getty Ave. Yep. Great place. It was on the. It was on the Getty and Crooks. The, Getty and Crooks. It's like on the border of Patterson and Clifton, over by Lakeview Ave over there. What was the what Was the other place too? The bar that had the bowling alley inside. Balls. Oh, you're talking about Astro yes. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, right up. Right, Astro Bowl. Yep. Just down the street from the egg platter. Steyer Town. I used to have a there. great night there. Yeah. Like Bass Bowl and, and then well, get some eggs. Yeah. And what was the name of the club that was over there? What was the Ashley's, right? Ashley's, yeah. So my cousin Angelo used to DJ over there. <laughs> Joey's in Clifton, right? Joey's, I grew up there. Joey's in Clifton. 18 to party, 21 to drink. That was, that's where I grew up, man. I'm too young for this. Speaking uh, of parties, Ness, who's up? Ridgewood Party Rentals! <laughs> we want to ask you assholes some questions. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Murph. Turn the tables on us. Anthony, what's your question for Dennis Murphy? So, Murph, you've been in Dad's Night. Well, you were in Dazzling for quite a while. You saw I'm retired. A, you saw a lot of stuff. Um, is there any particular? This is not a really a burning question, but is there any particular year that was like a crazy year, or anything that jumps out of you as like completely outrageous? I mean, uh, as far as like, I mean, you were there for some crazy nights, five a.m. Like you know, some. I mean, who was like the craziest crew, the craziest year? Give us, give some grad dads who listen to this podcast. Some a bring me back moment to some really yes. This is uh, what this is what the podcast is all about. Yeah, but it, we got to go back, back. Go back, back as far this as you is, can go back. go back. I don't remember the years. Uh, it's like in the in the between sixty four. It's probably going to be the last one that uh, one of the ones we do with Fran. Probably that uh, that Star Wars one. That that Star Wars Sesame Street. No, uh, it was like a Star Wars Disney. And uh, a the, mashup? Di- the Disney characters went to no, yeah they were we were in Disney with Star we have to ask Fran. You went that. to Orlando? You went to Disney? No, <laughs> no, but that's where you. But by the way, that's where you guys got the Minnie Mouse costume. That was I was going to say that's yeah. exactly where that's been in my the costume my house. Closet. I could have worn it over. Yeah, because <laughs> I put closet. that in the costume closet. Yeah, which was another one of John and I's pet projects that Cregan built. Yep. And our first uh, costume closet chair was still, right? Yeah. That was a good hire. Still. And, and his replacement, <laughs> that was a, a his replacement is your next door neighbor. Be, oh, uh, Ben? Ben Markle ben is the, uh, runs the costume closet. Now we die with Jimmy, Jimmy you. Good to have some wigs still. I can leave on his front porch. <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the one that I remember that Murph was involved in is uh, they did, you guys had mentioned actually uh, for Gelator that they were Stadler and Waldorf. We actually hung Stadler and Waldorf in a. Uh, in a balcony that we affixed to the window in the in the uh, out in where the seats are in the auditorium, and we had Joe Marinello and uh, Eric Biter were up there. And they were there for the entire show, and we would every once in a while. <laughs> and they didn't fall. No, nope, every once in a while, <laughs> pivot the, the the spotlight over to them, and they would comment on what they had just seen yeah. on on the stage. Yeah, so it was pretty good. It was like fantastic. doing it was like doing your podcast but live in the in the oh. auditorium, sitting in the balcony. We, we do, how did that and go Anthony away? Anthony knows Joe Marinello. Yeah, we know Joe. Yeah, Anthony knows Joe well. I love him, Joe. One of the greatest stories. I love him, Joe. Probably not to be discussed on podcast, but Joe, if you're listening, come on. Come on. If you want to tell the story, we'd love to have you on here. We'd love for you to tell the story. 
No, but um, that year was good because those those uh, costumes that we bought from China, they had little tiny eyes that Scott and I could literally. It was me, Scott, Russ Klein, and um, I forget who the other one was. Maybe I think it was Neil. But the, the eyes, other the eyes in the costume and the masks, these huge masks were so small, like little pinholes, and they put them on, go out there, dress rehearsal, we could not see <laughs> three inches in front of us. We're bumping into each other, and we're going, we're almost falling off the stage, so then we take razor blades, and we just start carving out the eyes so that we can see, and oh you basically had to make, like, huge eyes to see out of the thing, because it's four inches deep or whatever, but yeah. that was a funny story. Um, that skit was like, I don't know, like 95 guys, like four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. And uh, I don't know, that's that. That's a... But the, there was a crew that was in that skit was with the guys that I started with that we went we went pretty deep for many Fran years. was... Uh, Fran was the name that I Scott was going to mention. Fran was a legend. <clears throat> Fran is a legend. I mean, he is like... I know he still comes up to Ridgewood. Or does he live in Ridgewood now? Or, oh, yeah, he oh, was okay. on Circle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's who I started with. Was uh, his first three skits that I did were his skits. He was the generation before me, and he was always associated with like crazy nights. That dude. Yeah. All right, Rose. What do you got for him? It's Brian's turn. What do you got, Brian? I got absolutely nothing, man. Really? Nothing. I actually. So I paid him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, Murphy was my chairman when I when I joined Dad's Night, and. I just remember the the first thing obviously was when Glenn Rian threw <laughs> had a little bit of a freak out that night, right? Was what did Glenn Rian throw on stage? Uh, there purse, was a, probably purse, confetti, oh, no. confetti. He fired confetti. like one of those little poppers. Yeah, on like a Wednesday night rehearsal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you lost it. Anthony's been famous for that too. <laughs> that Murphy's always been in my my uh, my camp on the on the glitter and, yeah. and confetti. Yeah, because, because Craven and I clean it up every time. Exactly. Murphy always hated confetti. That's right, Murphy. If you shot confetti. it off, you better be ready to clean it up beforehand. No, I they, always felt they that leave. way. They, and that's what happens. The guys leave. But I just remember that, and I remember saying to my whoever was sitting next to me, I'm like, "What did I join?" <laughs> well, and we did the uh, the dinner, the 75th anniversary party together. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was the yeah. first time we, we really worked party. together. But that yeah. was that was fun. So, yeah. would Murphy have one best freakout that year? I can't remember anything else standing out in my mind more than that. But I wasn't, you know, I was a new dad, so I didn't know. I'm happy to take that. Who was who yeah. was the chairman when you were chairman? Who was with John Piz? Wow. So I, I, and I was the ad chair. I was your ad chair. Between you and John, who would you say was the comedic source? <laughs> <laughs> because it's close. Yeah. I mean, John has a lot of good qualities. <laughs> he is more organized than anybody I was ever say, met. He would be my perfect my partner. He would be my perfect partner. Like when there's emails that go around about like old chairman Kriegs when they need something, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh. John, do you guys have an ad from your year? Or do you know this guy from your year? And I'm like, hey, John, you happen to know that guy? <laughs> 34 Can seconds you pull later. that file? My Dropbox isn't working. And he's got everything on his fingertips. I am terrible at that stuff. If you open up his computer, how many um, Excel spreadsheets does he have? Uh, less than Patton. Really? Yeah. Todd's got more? Todd's got, de- definitely. definitely. I didn't know Todd was an Excel guy. He loves yeah. Excel. Wait, wasn't Todd Patton with... Um, Kaufman. With Kaufman. That's like 74. That was a year is, after is, us. Is, yeah. that, is that the, the strangest 
Dad's Night chairman crew of all time? Mm. When you guys were discussing the next two chairmen, did you think it was going to go the way that it went? <laughs> <laughs> was it like a joke or something between you guys? Or? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> you know what? No, they're, they're like, you know what? Let's guarantee that our show stands out over next year. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a down round. <laughs> down round. <laughs> well, no, Cobb, I mean, listen, Cobb. No, but they both deserved it. Yeah, and, they uh, were. It was the progression of the organization. It just took it. It takes it in its direction. It's supposed and they to go. did uh, Dad's Got Talent that year. Yep. Copper brings uh, a ton of energy on stage. He brought a ton of energy to the cast, to the to the cast party, to, to the, the to the prom. But I heard a lot of rumblings that he was not as helpful as a chairman, right? Or a lot of stuff was thrown. Or at least Todd smoked a lot. You'd of, have to have Todd on this show to to confirm to air that. Okay. Does Todd know how to download an app to get listen to a podcast? He's probably listening right now. Oh, oh that's I great! It. I love you, Todd Patton. Any more for the hot seat? <laughs> you know, I, I think I think Murph's off. I think Murph's off. Murph, anything you want to add? Party rental? I'm good. You're hiring right now, right? We need to create a village irrigation song. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm thinking hard rock. Oh, oh yeah. more like metal. Yes, you know, village. Irrigation. <laughs> Irrigation is a tough word, though. I know. So, it's it's like, like, rolls, can we just go rolls. like sprinkler? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, it's a three syllable one. That's a hard one. Oh, four syllable. Irrigation. That's a tough one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, four. Four. Uh, Rob, I want to. Rich, wanna, Rich, Rich. Rich, sorry, sorry, sorry. Rich is in the hospital. Oh, there's a Rob. There's a Rob in here. Isn't there a Rob in here? My brother. brother Rob? Yeah, my brother. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. You Rich. don't know him either. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a total shot in the dark. He was like, yes! Dude, um, you and I had a whole season of Little Kid Fly Football together. Yes, we did. All right, so. If you, who is your, um, who is like your boy? Who is like your number one? Like if you walk into Dad's Night, who are you looking to talk to? Like who is your number one Dad's Night guy to hang out with? Well, um, thanks for the question. No Before problem. I answer the question, I'll say I was new dad, uh, Dad's Night 76 with new dad coordinator Anthony Lasaro. How was we that did back Night then? at the Roxbury skit. Hard hitting, and I thought it was great. You rocked it. I don't care what Ahmad said about you. Yes! Yes! But to answer your question, this goes right into it. So our year, 76, that was Dan Sikora, Joe Prota, Dean Salepis, myself. So those guys, when I walk into Dad's Night, I'm happy to see those guys. We were a tight-knit group, but I give you a lot of credit for that. For that group, we were really glue of that Thank year. You. That it was you, and then it was it was your year. I I think maybe maybe what happened is it peaked, and then I couldn't. I think seventy six and seventy seven, two great years. Those for new dads. Two, those new dad crew was like amazing. So getting back to that question, who did did you did you establish like a best dads night friend from that crew? Yeah, I, w- I would say between those three, Joe and Dean. I'm really tight with Joe and Dean. Yeah, we're a crew. Damn. We're a cast and crew, and, and you were. Uh, <laughs> you can't say it, the crew. You can't I say love crew. it. You group of guys, group of guys that like to hang out on the beach. Growers and showers, yeah. right? You were on the beach. On the In beach. fact, um, when you came back from that trip on the beach, I complimented you. I said you were by far the the tannest. You liked of, my tan. You had a yeah. great. I carried my guy, tan. He has a great tan. Listen, great tan. Um, Italian, but right? you know who didn't have a great tan from that trip? Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're rumblings on that beach trip. That Petrusa may get the big chair. Was there was there talk that Petrusa would be sitting in that chairman seat? I, you know what? Here's what I would say. Um, 
I'm not sure if there, there was a lot of private conversations on that trip. So one could think, you know, what, what's going on? I think we're talking about perhaps next year, next year. Maybe that's not the reason he lacked tan. I would say on that trip, <laughs> that wasn't. He that did take in a lot. Of, he took in a lot of shade. Had his shirt on a, a bunch. Was it too many drinks? Was it not? Not sure. Um, I heard there was a lot of white face paint. <laughs> there was a lot Dude, of white face envision paint. Couldn't envision just like covered head to toe. So, so I picture that trip because, by the way, there was a group of guys, uh, dads uh, that went on a trip uh, to the beach with their wives and their kids, and I kind of picture that trip like um, I don't know if any of you guys else watch it, but I'm a huge fan of Survivor. Yeah. And I picture all these guys like on the island and like they kind of like go off their separate ways like, hey, who's going to be chairman? What's going on with the chairman? And then like Petrusa has like the camera on him and like he's talking into the camera like everybody thinks it's going to be me. <laughs> but what they don't know is it's not. <laughs> right? But like he had the item. Yeah. You know? So Right. Exactly. So that's kind of how I picture that beach trip. Like it was kind of like Survivor and like. Who was going to survive the trip? Who no, was going to get? Who was going to go? Alan asked uh, Higgins underneath a waterfall <laughs> if you know they were he like would, yeah if they, if they would be chairman. Right. I could yeah. say I will. I will tell you Jeff per, Jeff Perchus is another close dad of mine as well. He could easily take on. He's taken on many leadership roles, certainly within Skid, but he could e- easily have been the obvious choice for this year as well. Oh, uh, we, lo- we love Jeff, yeah, and, and Jeff was the the sports chair last year. That's right. So he's. You're, were you his assistant last year? Or you I, just got the role. No, I. Um, I don't know if I just got the got the role. Maybe earn earn the role. No, earn the role. Earn the role. role. Yeah, that wasn't a private conversation. I don't think but you're in him, with yeah, name. I don't know if you're in roles. It's more by default. Night, but <laughs> I got the role. I earned the role. So he didn't have an assistant. He didn't have an assistant. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. So how was it dancing at Elton John? I don't know. I got nothing. For <laughs> you just like throw it. You just pause and look at me. Now, <laughs> it's your turn. You want a hard hitting question? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't have a ton of hard hitting questions right now. It's it, we are an hour and thirty seven minutes God into damn. this podcast. I know this, 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 podcast, this podcast is more two for hours us. by the time this we podcast get the final is more thoughts. for us. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is more <laughs> to our two listeners. Dance the court, Billy. What's up, boys? Oh man, nah, I'm out. <laughs> All right, right now. All right, so, so send it over to Kriegs. Kriegs. You're free, Rich. Didn't I, didn't I already answer all my yeah, questions no, in, you, in you, the first 45 minutes? You got the five questions in a pass. Yeah. Jeff, you've seen Nobody a lot of... No, they do. They do. They do. You've seen a lot of like, do you like the direction in which Dazn is going at this moment? Asked and answered. Yes. Rewind yeah. 45 minutes ago. I no, asked this, you asked this question. <laughs> you asked this question, I answered it. I said that's when we started I'll, talking I'll, about the 40-minute... I'll ask the question that everybody wants to know. How often... Do you speak to Stu? Uh, not as often as I'd like. And when you do speak with him, is it in person, a phone, or text? Uh, he texts a lot. Smiley I some- faces? I sometimes go dark, truth be told. Um, but when I do see him, I, without a doubt, will get headbutted in the cheek for the hug. <laughs> He's a big hugger, and he comes in aggressive on the hugs. And at least the last two times that I hugged him, I got headbutted in the cheek. Which cheek? <laughs> How fun is it watching him drink Coronas? Um, I love Stu, and I love to watch him do anything. <laughs> my my, the, my favorite thing to, to watch Stu do is just walk down Ridgewood walk down the street. It's unbelievable. I will slow down and build up cars behind me just so that I can watch him keep going down the street in front of me. That bop 
is like no other. Uh, he's, he's always happy. I, I feel like this is like it, Stu's Corona thing. It's just three. It's a three pack. It's a three, three pack, pack of Corona. Corona. We got to get Stu on. Uh, he's phenomenal. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Do you think he listens? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> so my last question for you. What do you think when you actually do graduate out of dad's night at some point? I don't know when that is. I'm still looking for to adopt. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's good. So, You're going to go the Brangelina route. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what yeah. happens. Um, so eventually I may, when I may co-parent uh, Reagan's is youngest. We're all on it on cam. He calls me Brown. I love him. <laughs> um, so um, what do you hope that your legacy in dad's night is when people, when you're done, what do you think your lasting memory will be on dad's night? Wait, I'm going to stop right there because you have not asked a good question <laughs> and then you asked one of the best questions of the night. I got to save that's it for a, the big man. That's Thank a hard you. question to answer. What would you like it to be? How would you want people to remember your time in dad's night? Um, I think as a former chairman and somebody who's been involved as many years as I've been involved, I just want to leave this organization better than when I found it. I want to give as much as I possibly can give year over year and leave it in better hands and in a better position going forward than I found it. Not to say that I found it in shambles or in disarray, mm -hmm. but I think every chairman's goal is to add a little something, whether it's to improve the length of the show, improve the website, um, streamline ticketing, you know, what all, whatever it, it is, whatever your contributions are, um, as long as you're doing them with a pure heart and a pure mind and you're doing it for the betterment of the organization and the people that are in it, I think that's all you can ask. Beautiful. Well said. Well well said. Does that include pickleball? <laughs> you hear that, Rich? That's your legacy. TVD. We're on the ground floor. <laughs> you can only go up. You can only go up. So, uh, I mean... How how long are into the show are we? Oh, an hour and forty. Who cares at this? I point? I mean, at this point, it's going to be two episodes. Let's go to final thoughts, and keep them as final as we can be. You want to go one more time right around? Yeah, Anybody have a mind. final thought that you want to, or do you want to just do us? Listen, no, no. Do we definitely pass around? This is this show is completely overwhelming. My ADD is on. Like, I mean, you got I, so many different seriously guys that are heads of different crews with. Hey, with hey, 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 we don't use that word anymore, Anthony. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> If you got past the first 12 minutes of this podcast, you're in for a great treat. Yeah. Like, if you're still listening right now, you this are. was a great podcast. Yeah. The first 12 minutes before Jeff walked in the room, it was brutal. I feel like instead of prime energy, we need, like, smelling salts or something. <laughs> we need something. That was a rough that start. Was, that was a rough, rough start, start, man. It's, it's a rough tough start. when it's too to That's true. <laughs> right in the cheeks. But listen, this is, what, this is why Dazzling is great, to bring a collection of these fine gentlemen at the table on a random Monday night when everyone's kind of dragging. It's 10-19. During spring break. During, during spring, spring break. During the national championship game. Oh, yeah. my God, God. We forgot about the game. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Anyways, that's my anyway. final thought. It's a great crew. Yeah. Anything you want to add, Rosie? You got nothing? You're up, Brian. <laughs> well, thank you to everyone for listening. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends about it. I think you had a wide array of, uh, of Dad's Night people here. Um, some current legends, some future legends, and uh, everything in between. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. And um, I guess that's it, guys. Thanks, everyone, for stopping by the, uh, the, the dining room table here. Uh, next week, we'll be back inside the... Uh, inside the official dad's night uh breaking dad back to the podcast, uh, podcast couch. studio yep the, with the casting couch and everything the podcast the couch. podcasting couch and uh and that's it we'll go from there murph
Thumbs up. You have a good time tonight. Um, I'm fascinated by the whole thing, actually. I knew we had some final thoughts. I was looking at him, and he was he was in deep thought. So, what do you got, dude? I can't believe how big of losers you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> You know what the greatest part about this is? They're that we talking finished about Final Dad's to all you alumni out there. They're talking about this in May. This has led to many divorces within our community. Like, you, you people need to stop. That's why we're sponsored by Scott Orr Law Firm. Yeah. 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 Is this why you came up? CMO. <laughs> uh, I'm worried. I'm worried about all of you. <laughs> Yet yeah, you're here, which means it I, means as much to you as it does to well, everybody around I, the table. I don't have the uh, the patience to listen to an actual podcast, so I had to sit here in order to see to understand and hear what goes on. And, are you going to go back and listen to the episodes? Now? Negative. Okay, you are too. You're going <laughs> you to listen one. to a couple of them. I don't. Listen stuff to, I, I don't listen to people talk. I've never listened to a podcast. And are you going to go back and hear yourself though? No. Sports really? radio. Okay. Yeah, but that's different. This no. is. It's not. All right. What's the difference? Give it a chance. Give it Go a back. I got, through, I got one. through four minutes of the first one, to be honest with you. <laughs> That was the best that part. Was a great episode. I'm just. I, I'm going to listen because of my concern for all of your well-being. <laughs> yes. okay, so, so I'm going to wrap this up. Are we playing pickleball one on one? Yes. Okay. Yes. So we're going to go back. Best of three. Game to eleven. Glenn School. We film it, and it's our promo for the event. These guys are going to come. Let's let's set a date. Let's get it on the calendar. Okay. I'm um, in. The battle for Phil. The battle. Now, Phil, on. Phil, we're going to have to bring you in on this at some point, I guess. But you know what? We'll, we'll save that. We'll battle for Phil. Best of three. We need, we, need, we need like slow-mo action shots. We need to really like... Now, does the loser guns. get Reagan's? Well, Ooh. I was going to say the loser. <laughs> that's the best stop. He's a great pickleball player. I know. I Steve's Steve, great. I was just joking. I was going to say... The winner also chooses the partner for the loser. Oh, that's good. Wow. Oh. That's what I was going to add. But I'm, you yeah, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. You know there. what? That's the press. So if you go down a, you know, a, a match, maybe you can press with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a conversation halfway through. But listen. Like a double or nothing. Mm-hmm. I love pickleball. I'm excited for the tournament. Gentlemen, I know you're on the ground floor. Do not let this sit there. Don't drop the ball on yeah. this, guys. Take the elevator. It's on your rich. Hit, Hit the penthouse and go with it. If you need help, we have 1,000 listeners that will help support Yeah, help support this pickleball tournament. This is your legacy, Rich. And, and listen, your biggest challenge is going to be location. So maybe you maybe listen, maybe you have satellites. You're at Glenn School. You're at Monroe. You're you're at the Y. And then everybody meets at the Glenn School for like. Here's the so are we going to do a full bracketed tournament? Is that the idea? That's the plan. Yeah, no, that's here's the, plan. the problem. This is going to take a while to get done. This yeah, maybe is you have be... satellites and you just have like championship Saturday. If you go to Glenn School and the tournament's going on while everyone else is hanging out, like say it's raining, like like we need tents. So what do you do? Ridgewood Party Rentals. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're signing off. Alright, we're done. Have here, a great guys. night, everybody. Thank you so much. Oh, love the listeners. Keep the follows, keep the emails coming. <laughs>